Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. Welcome to Monday, August 24th. Um, first of all, a fun announcement, and uh, as our, as always, our podcast is uh, into three real parts. We The first is news and announcements, and the second is going to be tales from the front lines of coaching some of the nation's leading real estate agents. And the third thing is, generally speaking, we give you something that's educational and motivational to get you guys into action. Well, before I get to a fun little announcement, Julie, mm-hmm. welcome to the show. Yes, thank you. It is my pleasure. We've already dodged a few Major thunderstorms, a little bit of homeschool, and now we're on to the coaching day. So. I, I think we have people that <laughs> you guys are watching the weather. It's so funny. We're uh, okay, I promise. We're, yeah, I know. So many of you are worried about us, and we appreciate it. No, I'm telling you guys, Puerto Rico is still here. It's Good. an island that seems not to be, uh, you know, it seems to be pretty immune to all these hurricanes that are kind of so blowing by so far this year. And if we get one, we get one. We're ready. Yes. We are completely prepared. You guys do not have to worry about us. We live in a house that's seven inches of concrete, roof, walls, the whole thing. It's been here for a, a long time. And, and a generator. And a uh, solar water tank, which, as it turns out, is not so great on a cloudy day. But other than that, it's good. But for those of you who live in the Gulf Coast, I guess that um, you know Hurricane Laura and Marco are set to get together and slam anywhere from Texas to Louisiana, just that whole uh, coastal area. So you guys be careful and safe, and you're in our prayers now. So this is the fun announcement. I'm trying to pull it up as fast as I can. I should have this done prior to the start of the show. All right, here it is. Statistics. All right, this is from the podcast. I thought you guys would appreciate this. Let me make sure this is the right page. Oh, here it is. All right, so this was really kind of funny. As we switched over from our old podcasting um, you know, service to this new one, and this new one gives us a lot better analytics, and I thought you guys would enjoy hearing where we have listeners now because, frankly, I'm kind of surprised. Well, no, I'm not. I'm shocked. Shocked. <laughs> okay. Beyond surprise. All right. So first of all, by far, ninety-five percent of all of our listeners are in the United States, right? Um, and it's it's literally tens of thousands of you that listen to us every day. And Canada, and then it goes by it goes to Canada, then the United Kingdom, then Qatar. Now this is where it starts to get fun. As I scroll down, is there so there's forty nine countries where we have pretty consistent listeners. Qatar, we have a hundred and thirteen listeners in Qatar. Okay. Uh, I know. Okay, great. Thank you. I don't. I, what, what, I don't what? <laughs> New Zealand doesn't surprise me. Italy doesn't really surprise me. We've had coaching clients in Italy. Czech Republic doesn't really surprise me. But then I go scroll all the way down on this list of 49 uh, countries and I see India. That kind of surprises me, but not really. I know eXp Realty just expanded to India. So I'm assuming that in India, the real estate transactions are done similar to the way that they're done in the United States. Or at least there's enough similarity. It doesn't surprise me that we have listeners in the Philippines. It doesn't surprise me we have listeners in Kuwait. It certainly doesn't surprise me we have listeners in Virgin Islands. But it does surprise me that we have listeners in Afghanistan. And I can only assume that the 21 of you that are regular listeners in Afghanistan are probably forward deployed soldiers. So as we always like to acknowledge, Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for the service to our country. Now it gets even more interesting. Slovakia. Do you even know where Slovakia is? Eastern Europe. 
Oh, you're yeah. just throwing spitballs. That's a oh, safe bet. It is a safe bet. Anything <laughs> Ikea is yeah. probably safe. Iceland, Netherlands, Nigeria, Portugal. Portugal is another country where EXP Realty just expanded, so that's great. Hungary. Um, let me find the, the smallest country. Okay, Romania. That's kind of, I mean, it's not a small country, but that's kind of surprising. Denmark. We have listeners in Japan. Now, granted, it's only four listeners, but to the four of you in Japan, get the word out mm-hmm. so we can get more Japanese listeners. And maybe we'll, li- see, I know some Japanese. Uh, actually, can I remember it now? Konnichiwa. Osuminasai. Ohio. I used to know a lot more. Uh, Mongolia. Ready for this? This is the big Go announcement. We've, we've expanded to Mongolia. Here's my big question with that. The internet works there. Okay. Like, now now you're just... Now no, you're, I'm just you're, saying, that I, I was telling you the other day, sometimes we struggle with our internet here. I'm just like totally impressed we have listeners there. It's awesome. You're just being a hater on Mongolia, Julie. Maybe. I don't know what you're don't thinking. You've just... Outfits. Uh, by the way, you've just uh, pissed off a total of three listeners to Mongolia. <laughs> I love you, Mongolia. <laughs> yeah, we, Sorry. Um, let's see. Aruba. Again, some most of these don't surprise That's me, fine. but I'm trying to find another. Mongolia so far wins. Yeah. Uruguay. We have two regular listeners in oh. Uruguay. Uh, Latvia. Oh, here's my favorite one. Ready? Morocco. How cool oh, is that? That is cool. And then we have 144, this last one. This is the reason I think we're talking about on our Sunday podcast. We might be talking about too many crazy things like aliens. Because mm-hmm. the last one is categorized as unknown. Oh, boy. Okay, so if it knows that we have listeners in Latvia and Mongolia. How can there be an unknown? How can there be an unknown? It's which, aliens, I'm telling you. That's right. And there's 144 regular unknowns. Wow, for sure. How do you do that? Huh. Aliens. It's all right. I'll take it. There you go. Total world domination and beyond. That's right. So anyway, we have officially, or we've been international on this podcast for a long time and with our coaching company, but it is uh, really enjoyable to see all over the world where we have people listening to us. So thank you guys for making this number one listen to daily podcast, dare I say, in the world for real estate professionals. I I don't know. I'm not feeling that emboldened yet. Yes, it sounds good. That's right. So, Julie, let's get back yes. to our regular scheduled program. Okay, so we talked, you know, headlines. Well, do, we have, do we have any headlines? I, I mean, the the whole, um, was it called plasma treatment, potentially, for I think so. uh, mm. COVID? So yeah. I think that's exciting. Um, you know, we'll wait and see. And I think, as with all headlines, you have to read between the lines and understand what they're really talking about. But I thought it was interesting because, you know, this is where... They're calling for um, blood donations. If you've had COVID, you've gotten over it, you have the antibodies in your blood, this is how my understanding, so feel free to supplement, um, then you donate blood and that that is a treatment or potential treatment for people who have just gotten it and that it's more effective in the early days of the ailment than waiting longer. But the good news is that this is something, this is um, you know potentially effective and you know, when I was reading about that, I thought, well, at least that's not something super radical. You know, it's not like some new chemical that they've come up with that we've got to test everybody. You know, it reminded me of how babies get their antibodies from breastfeeding, and this is all relatively normal, logical treatment. So I think that's a good headline. Um, you know, last week, with regards to housing, we were talking about how new construction shot up almost 23%. I'm seeing that with coaching clients using new construction as the solution to the inventory issue, and I hope to see that continue to increase. Um, and then, of course, we are still reporting. I read something this morning. I think it was Housingware that said, um, you know, searches and uh, inquiries, however you want to count that, for suburban, rural, and semi-rural are outpacing 
searches for urban environments. So we're that's kind of like a flip-flopped world. So that, that, I, I know, think for, that will always surprise me how fast yeah. people look for an excuse to get out of the densely populated yeah. urban areas. The, you know, you get you realize that that was a, a macro trend that had been going on since the Industrial Revolution. I know, I know. And, you know, um, it's interesting that those trends go back and forth, right? So yeah, people but, wanted to move to the city, then they move out of the city and... You know. So just to think, though, the people started moving out of the countryside and they started moving to the city centers as a result of the Industrial Revolution. Yes. And now for the first time, in a meaningful way, it's your reversing. city, you're, it's reversing. Yeah. And that's hundreds of years worth of trending that's starting to reverse just because of the pandemic, which tells me there were a lot of people looking for an excuse to get out of the cities in the first place. Sure, I think that's right. I mean, if you look at all the facts, the costs and the hassles and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that said, you know, there's still some, some bright spots there. Things are still selling, but I, I think that you've really got to watch your pricing in all cases because, as we reported on the Sunday show in last week, it's not consistent everywhere. You can have a town with hot pockets and you can have, you know, uh, places that nobody seems to want to live. So study your subject properties. It's something I've been talking to brokers a lot about with their agents struggling to price correctly now because pricing matters more. We're getting more cut appraisals. We're getting confused buyers. How do you actually comp something when you don't know whether it was a cash deal that wasn't contingent on appraisal versus, you know, something that was that was maybe an FHA deal that was very contingent on appraisal? So stringing that into something practical and tactical, yeah. then they need to be making sure that they're using the ultimate addendum. Yes. So premier coaching clients, you cannot trust your lender's letter. You cannot trust anybody mm. telling you that the buyer's all cash. And there's no inspections yeah. or appraisals. It's all pretty much malarkey because at the end of the day, even the most locked in, you know, no risk contract to your seller is still not worth a damn thing unless you've got a really locked in verified lender's letter because the buyer can always back out. Even if they violate sure. every term of their contract, they back out and maybe they lose their earnest money. Maybe they don't. But the moral of the story is, they is can that still back out. what are you going to do? And, you know, have your seller sue that buyer to perform in a hot seller's market? No, you're not going to do that. You're just going to let them go. So the best thing you can possibly do, and this works on the buyer side as well, when you guys are trying to get the listing agents to take you seriously, if you want to have your unfair advantage, you need to be providing them no BS lenders letters. So our premier coaching members, this is not available for the free coaching program, only available for the people that are in the premier coaching program, is that we have a pre-written, it's called the ultimate, what is the actual ultimate type? Addendum. Ultimate, ultimate addendum. Ultimate addendum. And it goes through, in essence, on the, like if you're a listing agent and you were to receive an offer from a buyer or agent and everything looks good, you send that back over to them, even if all the terms are acceptable, and you, they, you give them not very much time to b send over a lender's letter that's got all the work already done. The lender's letter is reflecting three merge credit report, verification it's of assets. Right, it's forcing them into underwriting. And and that's when you can take the lender's letter seriously, and that's when you can take that contract seriously. Otherwise, agents are just going to throw spitballs. They're going to throw things that they know yep. won't stick just to basically lock your property up and then, you know, obviously be uh, hurt your mark your the marketing momentum of that particular property. And on the flip side, if you're representing buyers, if you want to have your offer go to the top of the stack even if it's not the highest price, that hey, there's no better way to do it than prove to the potential that listing agent and that seller that you've got a real buyer, not just someone that's throwing spitballs, like we said. Yes. Yeah, so really what you're talking about is the ultimate addendum accomplishes two things. One is it makes you much more competitive when you've actually done, if you're on the buyer side, you're so much more competitive when you have done the things on the ultimate addendum. And you know, what's interesting about this, Tim, is that smart lenders who want that buyer business 
are actually doing this now. They're, they're saying, okay, my lender letter is gonna say that you are, you everything's been checked, your employment, your down payment verification, your ratios, your credit, everything is set except maybe contingent on appraisal, you know, depending on how the- you know, What the down payment is. I mean, yeah, if, down, right, yeah, if they're putting enough money down, they don't have to worry about appraisal. That's right, and identification of the property, and that's it. Now, here's the thing. The lazy lenders and possibly the lazy agents, and, and it's certainly not the client's fault because they don't know the difference. It's not the client's fault. They'll just do the boilerplate. Here's a lender's letter. And yep, I submitted that. Why didn't I win the offer? Because it wasn't good enough. You didn't show that you've actually dotted the I's and crossed the T's. This is really important. And by the way, this is not having to go above and beyond. This all has to happen anyway. This is You're your just job. It happen faster. Right. That's it. And so, so that's, the, that's the one level. So you've got that. Then the second level is once you're actually in contract, if you're the listing agent, this is a great checklist to put them through the rigmarole and just see you know, who is good for it and who is just sending you a BS boilerplate lender letter. So that's one thing. One of the things that our, our coaching, our, most especially our, our premier and our elite coaching clients are doing is writing their own guide, what to do and what not to do when you're competing um, for to educate buyers, right? Is So like, don't ask me to write a contract if you haven't talked to a lender yet, you're gonna lose. Just don't even, you know, why would we even look? You're going to lose. So they talk about things like that. They talk about, you know, expect that you're not going to um, necessarily have a secondary negotiation when you're, so here's, here's a case in point, okay? Buyers get in contract, they quote, guarantee the appraisal, not thinking they're gonna have to make up the difference and they're gonna beat on the seller during inspections or appraisal. And then that doesn't happen and they get mad they have to pay that higher price. Well, so, but ultimately this goes back to the fact that like, again, our premier coaching members, we give them a buyer presentation that they're yes. then supposed to use right. when they're you know, you know initially working with that buyer to explain the buyer the whole process, but ultimately get that buyer sign a buyer agency contract and be contractually obligated just to work with that agent. And that's something we're huge advocates of. And what it really does ultimately is it sorts out, it makes it so that the buyers who aren't actually serious are not going to sign it and you're not going to waste your time. Because why wouldn't somebody sign it? Because there's something wrong. They're nervous. They know something. They're or working you, double agents, whatever. Or you haven't done a good enough job explaining to them why they'd want to work exclusively with them. you. Right. Some of you guys have some sort of you know objection to the idea of asking mm -hmm. a buyer to be obligated to you. That's fine. Give them a risk reversal in it. Make it so that if for any reason they're 100% satisfied, they can fire you with no strings attached with maybe seven days notice or something like that. But that does not um, that does not exclude them from having to pay you in the event that they're to purchase any of the properties that you introduced them to. So, you know, I'm not suggesting you sign yourself up to have, you know, you show a FISBO and then the FISBO somehow, you know, coordinates with that buyer to cut you out. You know, you stay yeah. in real estate long enough, you'll see that some FISBOs get very crafty that way. But really, it's the buyers initiating it, not necessarily the FISBO. But, but what you talked about is called the buyer's guarantee, and it's in the back right. of the buyer presentation that we teach in coaching. Right. So moral of the story is, is if you're going to be going in a listing presentation, use our listing presentation, use our pre-listing pack, use our pre-qualification scripts. Let us show you how uh, to actually win the listing. Well, guess what? The same logic applies to the buyer side. Our industry sort of, again, has this nonsensical approach to working with buyers that it's informal. As you move forward, if you really want to differentiate yourself in the marketplace, formalize your presentation to buyers. They'll take you more seriously. Just the very fact you have a formal presentation will make it so they'll want to work with you because then they'll see that the other people that they were offering, that they were you know, basically considering working with, weren't formal. They were, let's meet at Starbucks and talk about dogs or whatever. Whereas you guys are basically being formal and actually treating it right. like a business. Especially when you also hand them a document. This is some homework for coaching clients that, that says, this is how we win. This is what I expect from you. 
have a substantial earnest money deposit, have actually gone through the lending process, be willing to compete, be looking in a price range that's actually reasonable for you instead of hoping that you're gonna beat somebody up on inspections. So they go through the list of how you actually win. This is all part of educating your buyer clients. So that's all fine when you're in control of the buyers, right? So the ultimate addendum also protects the listing agent because it's not always your buyer, right? Sometimes you're dealing with some random agent that doesn't know all this stuff, you know, and because they were the highest bid, now you're in contract with them. So you're talking about you the ultimate, ultimate you're talking about the ultimate addendum, yeah. To use on the, on the other side with the buyer's agent. Exactly. When you get, so if you guys think about all the places in, you know, that deals fall apart, where you have unneeded stress, where all the drama creeps in, all of those places are, you know, basically danger vectors or hazard. What does mm -hmm. Elon Musk call them? I think it's a hazard vector. Hazard vector, right? Like so if you go through it and you think of all the places you've experienced drama so far in your real estate business, wherever the drama crept in, that's where your system or you were weak. Weak on skills or your system yep. was weak. That's why our coaching program, it essentially has plugged all the holes. So we eliminate, the system eliminates the drama or lessens the likelihood of the drama. Agents love drama, as you guys know. <laughs> so yeah. what we're ultimately trying to do is make it so that your process goes smoother, not just for you, but also for your buyers or your sellers. If you want to know how to build a scalable, you know, duplicatable real estate practice, that's how you do it. You got to build around systems that are designed to make the process go smoother and easier for everyone. And if you've not done a billion transactions or if you've not had a billion coaching calls with a billion agents all over the country and all different markets and all different market conditions, how can you possibly ever think that you're going to somehow weave together your own, you know, uh, real estate system? It doesn't make any sense, especially on the sales end of things. You know, Julie, I was um, getting, uh, every morning, I always have a bunch, I don't, generally speaking, I try not to work too much on uh, Sunday, but both Saturday and Sunday. And so I always have a big bunch of emails and texts that I have to catch up on Monday. And it's funny when I get a new podcast listener, I always know they're new when they'll text me and they'll say, they'll ask me about, you know, setting up a funnel or mm. pay-per-click or all this stuff. And, you know, what class should I take and all this. And it's, I it's just bewildering to me because the amount of time, and this is for all of you guys. Look, I think all the online lead generation portals have a place. I do. I think the team conversation has a place. Branding has a place. Marketing has a place. Websites have a place. All that stuff, there is a time when those things make sense for your business. But what all of you guys do is you do them in the wrong order. What 99% of you do, and you do this because, frankly, you're being told to do it this way. Um, by people that frankly were probably never that successful selling real estate. The way you're supposed to build any successful business or building, if you want to use a building analogy, is the foundation has to be rock solid. You know, the foundation itself has to be built on skills. The foundation has to be built on practices that work, you know, no matter what the market condition is. And what, and again, it has the skills part of it is what you guys try to avoid. And the, because there's a rejection involved, because there's actual work involved, because there's hours and hours of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it involved. And what you'll discover is the more time you waste trying to learn and master some online lead generation gimmick, 
the less likely you are to make any money. You have actually been fooled into believing that spending time trying to figure out how to you know, run great pay-per-click ads on Facebook or whatever, you're actually believing that that's real work and it's not. So here's the just the bottom line cut through the Mickey Mouse way of sort of reframing your mindset about lead acquisition. First of all, leads are ubiquitous. Every Leads are worth nothing. Leads have no value. And yet you guys pay billions of dollars to buy leads every year from likes of Zillow and whatnot. But leads have really an inherently no value. A pre-qualified lead has value. And so what do you guys do? You never actually learn how to generate your own leads. You're dependent on other people to generate the leads for you. And it gets even worse. Now a lot of you are using other people to then to pre-qualify your leads for you. So you've never actually learned how to do the real work of real estate. You rationalize it. And again, I know where it comes from. People tell you that, well, you're supposed to delegate everything. You're supposed to you know, be focusing on um, working with buyers or sellers. or you know. But what do you guys do? The real work of real estate, you never get around to learning. You never learn how to lead generate. You never learn how to pick up the phone. You never learn how to pre-qualify. You just basically are focusing on things that maybe one day you can focus on all the easy stuff, the mental masturbation stuff of real estate, but you're never doing, you never have learned how to master the real work. Some people call it the basics and I'm okay with that. It is the basics of well, real estate. It's basics because it's predictable and it's duplicatable. Right. It's just harder than quote, trying out some of this other stuff that's thrown at them all the time. Right. So it's a lot easier to pony up your credit card and say, well, maybe this is my lead generation solution and I'll do this online thing, see how it goes, versus actually, you know, like calling, choose your predictable, duplicatable source and getting results because one way makes you feel a little bit funny. You might be a little bit, you know, Yeah, you, you might, might get a little rejected now and then. Yep. And the other way, you just wait. Right. And hoped for the best. So if you guys have a choice between spending your time and your money um, learning how to build funnels that will never actually work and the rules to how to make those funnels work changes about every 30 days, right? Online lead generation. So you buy leads and buy buyer leads in particular, you're always going to be beholden to the ebbs and flows of somebody changing, uh, you know, moving the cheese as it were, changing the rules and whether the systems will or won't work. That does not make any sense. So if you actually are serious about your business and you have a choice between calling from a list of sellers that have their hands up in the air right now saying, yes, I want to sell my house. And it will require you making yourself uncomfortable until you've learned how to do it. It will require you picking up the phone. It will require you having conversations that might result in you getting rejected. It will require you doing the real work of real estate. But once you do it, what you're going to discover, it's easier than you thought. It's massively less competitive than you thought because everybody else runs for the easy exits and they do all the paid garbage, right? So all the myths that you've you know been sold to believe that there's everyone that's chasing expireds, for example, it's absolutely not true. I, and I'll tell you, and I'm about to go to Premier. I guarantee you on today's Premier coaching call, I'm going to hear several stories that sound just like that. Yeah. You're not going to believe it. They always start that way, right? You're right. not going to believe it. I called only three expires. I've already got a listing appointment and a follow-up. It's like, well, yes, they have a house to sell. You do what for a living? <laughs> Don't you think you should talk to each other? Like the for sale by owner, you know, their phone number is there. It's like the number one complaint. That, oh, I can't find phone numbers. How about you call somebody that's handing it to you and has a house to sell? You sell houses for a living. Just as a couple of examples, right? Guarantee I'm about to hear from that. From the agents who are willing to stick their neck out and do the real work of real of course. estate versus pray to the real estate gods that the impressions will rain down upon them and somebody will raise their hand that they're ready. Well, why do 85% of all real estate agents fail um, within like 18 months of getting the real estate license? Is this because they never learn how to do the real work of real estate and they're always chasing the bright lights? But guess what? It's not my fault because I'm going to Premier. All right. Julie's off to Premier.
leaving our podcasting studio. So you guys make sure you're attending the Premier Coaching Session every single day live. And um, then you can ask Julie questions. Now, remember, the Premier Coaching Session is, um, even if you're in the free coaching program, you can actually attend the daily semi-private coaching call with uh, on Tuesdays, well, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. Julie runs that herself. And all you've got to do if you want to join the free coaching program is just text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. Text the word SURVIVAL to 31996 so you can be in the free coaching program and interact directly with Julie. Now, obviously, the free coaching program is a whisper of what the normal coaching program is, but at the very least, it's going to get you guys going in the right direction. So if you want to join the free coaching program, just text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. So I'm going to round the bend on today's podcast, and um, this is, again, a, a summary answer for all the emails I've been getting from all of you guys who are longtime listeners, uh, supporters of, of the movement that Julie and I, you know, <laughs> I think unofficially started where we're trying to return the sanity to real estate and help all of you guys realize that you are in the right place at the right time. This is a blessed industry to participate in. And if you do the right things, which is basically being of service to other people, focusing on that as being your core driver, your North Star as how can I help other people? How can I be of service to other people? Once you live by that, then you're going to realize on the other side of that, once you've accepted that's my, you know, you're my, you're my, right, highest and truest purpose, then you're going to want to focus all your best energies on how you can be of service to them. You guys have all been sold into believing that you're supposed to be spending your money and your time doing paid lead generation. It is a mistake. It always has been a mistake and always will be a mistake. It is a, is it what it is ultimately? It's something that's not sustainable. Because the rules change all the time. And then you're basically back never actually having created any real skills because you're dependent on just whatever the, the latest gimmick is. Whereas if you actually take the time and you learn the real skills, yes, they're sales skills, but you real, learn the real skills of real estate, then guess what? You guys, your skill set's portable. I have had coaching clients you know, over the past forever that have been able to easily and effortlessly move from one market to another because their skills are portable. They weren't dependent on paid lead generation. They weren't dependent on a geographic farm. They weren't dependent on centers of influence and past clients primarily. They were able to move from you know, Michigan or Ohio, let's say, and they got sick of winners, down to Florida or North Carolina or you know, someplace where they don't have such stark weather contrast because they're sick of it, right? There's a lot of you guys who are thinking about that now. Well, if you were based, if your business and your lead generation was based on proactive lead generation, you could leave. Or we have a lot of other people that live in multiple places in the country and they'll go to some place that's, you know, not cold in the winter and they'll be able to restart their real estate practice in that other state or the other part of their state and do great because of the fact that they have the, the skill set that's required to be a proactive lead generator. Why are you guys waiting? Just because we're asking you to do some work, just because we're asking you to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do at the highest level, that is the answer, right? Well, if you don't do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do at the highest level, if you aren't willing to make yourself a little uncomfortable occasionally, if you're not actually willing to learn how to do the real work of real estate, what does that leave you? Beholden to buying leads. Beholden to basically hoping and praying that whatever gimmick you learned last week will still work this week. You know, And the tech companies change the rules all the time. So why would you ever put yourself in a position where you're always going to be on your heels looking for the latest gimmick? Because you're fearful of rejection. That's why. Don't you guys understand? It's just that one little psychological you know, bump in the road that's preventing you from actually building a long-term, sustainable, amazing real estate practice because you're so focused in your mind subconsciously of looking for gimmicks because you think it's going to, it's going to make your path easier. 
It's not. It makes your path harder. It makes you have to do more work. It makes you have to compete in more different areas. You know, all these social stuff, so many agents, low-skilled agents rush to that stuff because there's no rejection, because it's fun, because they can fool themselves into thinking they're working, and yet 18 months from now, they're out of the business. Listen to what your coach or maybe Julie and I and our coaching company are your future coaches. We are going to continue to tell you the truth, even though in many cases, it's not popular. Even though in many cases, the people selling all the you know paid lead generation gimmicks, they don't like us. I know they don't. I read sometimes what they say, but we're going to continue to say it because we know it's the truth. And I know that they know it's the truth. And by them trying to basically hold us out in some negative way, they're threatened by what we're saying because they're fearful that all of a sudden, if you guys listen to us and you actually listen to us, then you're not going to be so susceptible to buying the latest shiny, pretty object, which their business is predicated on you being seduced into believing will work. You guys understand? That's what we're doing for you. It's up for you. It's up to you to decide what you're going to do with that information. Look, guys. Our highest and truest purpose, just like yours is, is to be of service to other people. The people that we primarily choose to be a service to professionally are all of you. Thank you for making this and continue to make this the number one listened to daily podcast, at least in the United States. Thank you for making our book, Harris Rules, continue to be one of the best real estate book uh, sellers of all times. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. <laughs> I keep on saying Barnes & Noble, but the fact is, is there, are those even open again? I don't know. Uh, any bookstores, we've seen it for sale in airports. Just pick up the book. You're going to love it. It really does give you a market-proof guide on how to build and scale your real estate practice. It's a perfect complement or introduction to our coaching program. If you guys need me for anything at any time, feel free to text me directly at 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show anytime. And you can listen to our podcast and replay on Spotify. It's now available on Audible. It's now available, obviously, on iTunes, on Stitcher. On There's like 20 different places you guys can listen to the show. Do continue to let get the word out about our podcast. I know that's the reason it's um, the word is spreading so quick is because so many of you guys are sharing it. Do subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That actually helps us. Um, iTunes then, because of some algorithm they have, then tells more people about it. You know, it's one of those deals. So please do subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Do consider giving us a five star review. Help us, guys to live our lives mission and we'll help you to continue to live yours. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show anytime. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.